Hey, y'all. It's episode one. My question is, at what age did you first stuff your bras? (laughs) (laughs) Probably at about 10. Hot mess. Hot mess. Hi, I'm Crystal. Welcome to the Hot Mess Club, where we explore the beauty of when life gets messy. Heartbreaks, embarrassments, failures, they happen to all of us. Life is about the beautiful mistakes we make. The Hot Mess Club is here to help you and me find the lessons and the acceptance in that chaos. Granting ourselves permission to be a mess is not for anyone else. It's for us. Oh, and by the way, perfection is for basic bitches. Hot mess. Today's guest is my mom, also known as Mommy, also known as Camille Love, who is here to talk about how she created her hot mess personality at a young age. But before we talk to my mom, we've got a confession or two to get out in the open. Confess your mess, because as we all know, It is always better out (laughs) than in. Call, confess, and carry on. Hey, sorry that my voice is froggy. It's early in the morning, but I decided to call. I have dated a married man, and I didn't feel bad about it. Hot mess. Hot mess. Confess Your Mess is brought to you by our sister company, Dutch Uncle. They provide on-demand dating advice that's honest, straightforward, and personalized just for you. Now, some of y'all need this because your dating lives are not just a hot mess. They are a flaming hot mess. Right now, you can get unlimited advice via text message for an hour, for the day, for a week, or for a month. And all new clients get an hour of advice for free. You can reach them at 404-731-3011. That's via text message. And also online at askdutchuncle.com. Got your own little mess to confess? Well, you can find the details in our show notes. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 Crystal. <laughs> hello, Mother. How are you? I'm great. It's a beautiful well, day in the ATL. It is beautiful. I think it's going to be like almost 70 degrees today, yeah. which, is, which is lovely. And so um, we need to get out and get some vitamin D. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is indeed true. Well, thanks for um, agreeing to be on this podcast. I know you had quite the decision to make. (laughs) Well, you know, anything to help a little girl along. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because I am your favorite child. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Especially now that that Craig's not on the phone with us. You could actually say it. (laughs) (laughs) You are my favorite child, Crystal. I know I am. And I don't you I forget am. that. I'm not. I, I, there's, there's never any doubt in my mind. I just think those other two, for some reason, think that, you know, they have some favoritism every now and again. But we both know that's not true. 
that's true. We, we yes. know that that's not true, that you are my favorite. Yes. Thank you. Now it's officially recorded for the world to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so welcome to the Hot Mess Club, Mom. I'm excited to be part of this adventure for you. Thank you. I'm, ex- I'm excited to have you. Um, so we're just going to, like, just jump right into it. Obviously, I know all about you, but those that are listening probably don't know much about you other than that you're my mom and you have um, a child, two children other than me, um, and that I'm a favorite. But other than that, I think that's pretty much what everyone else knows. You want to give a little background on yourself for the listeners? Okay, well, I am um, Camille Russell Love. I'm originally from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm one of nine or 11 children. Uh, My mother had nine children, and we adopted two additional children. Um, I have, I was one of six girls and five boys, and I grew up um, in a very loving, supportive home. Um, we were, um, you know, fortunate that our, my father was an entrepreneur and, uh, we had our own business and, um, we went to a private, you know, Catholic school. We were part of Jack and Jill. We had ballet lessons and piano lessons and all of that. So we grew up, um, fortunate in that we were, you know, well-educated and, uh, catered for. Um, yeah. So and then I moved to Atlanta. I moved. I, I finished Wake Forest University. I moved to Atlanta. I worked for IBM. I worked for myself, and now I work for the city of Atlanta. And I've done that for the last twenty years. Cool. And you have three kids: two boys, one girl, me, and mm-hmm. two grandkids. Correct. And, and one grand puppy. Oh, no, I have two grand puppies now. I'm oh. sorry. Yeah. We that's forgot about grand- caramel. That's not your grand puppy. That's your great grand My great grand puppy. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yes, I have a grandson, CJ, a granddaughter, Cheyenne, a grand puppy, Lovely, and a great grand puppy, Caramel. Caramel, yeah. <laughs> well, we so, think is a poodle, but we're not sure. She needs a DNA test. <laughs> we're, we're not sure who the daddy is. <laughs> right. <laughs> of that puppy. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I know we talked a little bit about, you know, what you thought you might want to talk about, um, you know, on the... Mm-hmm on the podcast today and, um, you know, obviously I've lived with you my whole life. Well, not live with you, but I've grown up with you, you know, my whole life. And I know that you could be a mess. And I think that me being a hot mess is probably a direct relation to some of your hot messness. Um, so I have a question slash comment and I'm pretty sure I know that the answer is yes. So it's less of um, if it happened, but more of when it happened. Okay. So my question is, at what age did you first stuff your bras? <laughs> <laughs> probably at about 10. And <laughs> that's probably when I began to develop my hot mess um, personality. Oh, what, what is your hot mess personality? 
Well, just to be um, a risk taker, um, a thrill seeker, um, but one who accepts the consequences of my actions. Did you always accept them? I mean, even when you were 10, 11, 12, or, or is that something? Oh, that absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, there were consequences, and uh, I accepted them, but it didn't, it didn't stop me from continuing to be um, adventurous. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the consequences might have been a whipping, you know. I mean, back in the day, we couldn't take our parents to court. For <laughs> you know, for giving us a whipping when we deserved it, right? You had to go yeah. outside and get a switch, and oh my god, that was the worst part. You had to go out with my mother. You had to go outside and get a switch. With my daddy, you just had to line up and wait for the belt. You had to get over his knee. He gave us something that he called soaking whippings. So. If my mother came, if, it, if my dad came home for dinner, because he worked all day long, and my mother was upset about anything, he didn't ask who did what. He just made us all line up. And then he had, like, he was a big man, so he had, like, a big, thick belt. It was probably about one inch thick. Um, and we would have to get over his knee. And then he would give us, like, you know, a few swats. And then we'd have to go and get in the back of the line and get another whipping. Because he <laughs> wanted to soak in. So y'all were know. just getting whippings just because something may or may not have happened that you were responsible for? Yeah, it was just like, you know, it was uh, everybody had to get a whipping. It, w- it wasn't like, okay, well, your brother you know, broke the window at somebody's house. It was like, well, you all should have been, you know, together. There shouldn't have been any problems. So everybody line up and just get a soaking whipping. (laughs) And so, you know, by the time it got to me, I would be hyperventilating, you know, um, you know. Were y'all lined up, were y'all lined up by age, by height, by? We lined up by birth order. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you know, by the time he got to me, because I was like number six or number seven, then, you know, I would be about to throw up because I would be hyperventilating from watching everybody else get their whipping. Yeah, those were the good old days. Would you still get a whooping? Or would you Oh absolutely. Oh okay. absolutely. Okay. But hopefully, you know, he would take pity on me and not whip me as hard, but no, you did. You weren't spared the whipping. No, everybody got one. I gotcha. I gotcha. So I'm yep. curious about this. Um, I want to hear more about this bra stuffing stage and some of the mess you got into in those years. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I had a partner in crime. Uh, we called her Teeny, and we were in school together, and. Separately, we were two little cowards, but together, (laughs) we were two terrors. Yeah, but together, we were terrors. And so we were always thinking of ways that we could outsmart our mothers because, as I'm sure you think you're smarter than me, (laughs) you know, we thought we were smarter than our mothers. And so we were always inventing ways to, 
you know, find some excitement in our boring lives. Um, and the two of us together, we would get together and plot. So one instance that I vividly remember because I did get a whipping after that and there was no soaking whipping. That was my individual whipping. <laughs> uh, well, my sister got a whipping too, but we were, I was about 10 years old and this was, um, this, uh, the, 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 the dance, the twist was all the rays, you know, come on, baby, let's do the twist. It was Chubby Checker, and, you know, they were dancing it on American Bandstand, and everybody was doing the twist, and we were learning how to do the twist. So, you know, so we would do the twist, and privately, we would, you know, innovate beyond what we were seeing on television to make it more culturally appropriate. To make it more uh, rocky. I'll explain what that means. <laughs> no, do not use the word culturally appropriate. Uh, did my mom really just say culturally appropriate? I think she did. But literally, that's some BS because my mom is trying to claim for the culture when she was really just being raunchy. I you know what, Crystal, you're exactly right. <laughs> you're exactly you are, right. No, we were, <laughs> yeah, we were in a culturally inappropriate. You so, were being raunchy because you have shown me an example of this yes, dance. You got of the dance that we were and doing. So let me explain how we, got, how we got to do the dance. Okay, so in my hometown, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, there is, and there still is, but back then there was something called the Dixie Classic Fair. So when I was 10 years old, which is almost 60 years ago, the fairs were segregated. So there was a, a, a white fair. They went first. And then after they tore up the fairgrounds, they let us come. So then it was the black fair the second week. So... At the fair, they had all kinds of, you know, attractions and rides and, you know, games and, um, you know, fun houses and all kinds of things. But my mother wouldn't let us just, like, get away from her. We had to, like, hold hands and stay with her, which was, like, really boring because there were things we wanted to see that we didn't. <laughs> we knew that my mother wouldn't let us see, like... The, like the house where there was a a man woman and they would like show you their genitals, you know, <laughs> you know stuff like that, you know, like the, the short, the short man, you know, all those kinds of two headed person, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we wanted to see that, but my mother knew that, you know, it was inappropriate for us. So, so we were at the Dixie classic fair and so that was part of the fair. But the other part of the fair was what, was that there were places where um, social clubs and churches and civic groups could rent a booth and sell food to raise money. So we, so that was kind of like what the fair looked like. And then there was the, you know, the agriculture part of it Mom, that we really were not the- interested in. Can you get to, get the to it? Okay. The so, so, so my mother held us, you know, by, by the hand, but she eventually 
let us go. She said, okay, you all can go, you know, be good, you know, meet me back at the car at a certain time. So we made a beeline to the, the booths where people were um, selling food because they also had jukeboxes. And so people were there listening to music and buying food and drinking, you know, beverages and just having a good old time. It was like the country fair. So we went to this one booth, and they had a jukebox, and they were playing the twist. So all we could do was just break out, because my mother was not around. So we could break out and start to do the twist. And then we had this audience. It was like a crowd of people around us. Because remember, we're like 10 years old, so we're skinny. We don't have breasts. We're just, you know, acting out. So we were twisting away. We were doing the twist. We were, you know, embellishing it with touching our private parts and doing like a little, you know, like come hither kind of little um, <laughs> dance and, you know, just no. working it up. And the longer, the longer we danced, the bigger the crowd got. And it was just exciting to be, you know, in the midst of to have an audience. So and you so we were twisting. You were essentially twerking. And those oh, that kind of twerking in the day, back in the yeah. day, it was kind of like twerking. Yeah, For an thank audience. you, Crystal. Yeah, yeah. we were kind of like twerking. That's yeah. a classy mom. <laughs> I know, I know. But anyway, so we were we were twerking with the twist, and the crowd was getting bigger. And then I looked around, and who did I see in the crowd? But my mother. Oh my God! So I just twisted my way, you know, over to her. Because my mother was one of these kinds who didn't say anything. She just, like, gave you a look. <laughs> and you knew you needed to move quickly because she had no qualms about embarrassing you. So I went with my mother. My sister went with my mother. And my girlfriend, Teeny, we lost her. We didn't know where she ended up until we got to the car. And she was there at the car waiting for us. So we were lectured, you know, we thought that that was the end of it. Well, I got home, I got the worst whipping I had ever gotten in my life. And my mother went in and told Ernestine's mother, so she got a whipping too. Everybody at school knew about it, so the next day they wanted to see where our whips were. Because, you know, when you got whipped with a switch, you know, it's like it cut your skin kind of sore. It was like... You had, you just had whips from it. And so, but, you know, so that was the consequence, was that we had this great time. We got, we were a legend at the fair. Everybody knew about <laughs> the girls that were dancing at the fair. And um, as a result, we got to be um, junior majorettes for the <laughs> Akintosh School Band. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. So you know, there was a bad consequence. There was a bad consequence, and there was a good consequence. I see. I see. I see. So clearly, your your mess, your hot messness, didn't stop there. <laughs> no, it didn't. You know, I mean, my friend Ernestine and I were always figuring out ways to add excitement to our lives. Because our lives were so boring. We went to Catholic school. We had to wear a uniform, you know, all of that. So there was like a, you want to hear another episode? 
<laughs> Do you want to share another episode? My mom just got extremely excited about sharing more of her hot mess ways. And this, my dear friends, is why I love my mom. If we have time, I'll be happy to share another episode. Okay, how old because, are you? Because, you know, you, you, you kind of develop like a, which I see in you, you oh, develop a, um, a personality and it, it doesn't leave you. It, it's, you know, you are who you are. That is true. That is true. That's so true. how old were you in this second episode? Oh, we were probably maybe 12, maybe 13. Okay. All right. So, yes. Okay. So, give us the background. In our ta- so the background was in our town there were there were two black theaters, the Lincoln and the Lafayette. And at the Lincoln on every Wednesday night they had a talent show. And so, you know, we weren't allowed to go naturally because that was like a fun thing to do with the regular peeps and we were, you know, uh, <laughs> protected children. So, we couldn't go, but I knew if we could get, if I could get over to Ernestine's house, we could tell her mother, her mother would let us go because my mother wouldn't. So we had had a couple of episodes before where we had done things and had gotten caught. So my mother told Ernestine's mother that under no circumstances were we allowed, to, was I allowed to go anywhere. But that didn't stop us. So, you know, we got, uh, we decided we were going to go to the Wednesday night talent show. And so I got on the phone and pretended like I was talking to my mother, but I had put the, my finger on the, the, like the, back in the day they had phones where you push the button down. So I was holding the button down and I was like, you know, mom, can I please go? Ernestine's mother's going to let her go. You never let me go anywhere. My friends, you know, can do things I can't do. And then I was like, oh, thank you, mom. Thank you so much. I promise we'll be back at a certain time. So we lied (laughs) so that we could go to the Wednesday night. I lied. Ernestine was like edging me on. So I could go to the Wednesday night talent show. So wait, wait, mom, before you continue. Now, is Ernestine Kiki or Teeny? Yeah, that's Teeny. I'm sorry. Okay. Teeny. Yeah, so Teeny was my partner in crime. Yeah. Okay. So So, y'all were the two cowards that were um, little terrors as. Together. Together Together. we would get together and plot like you could not believe. But separately we were were, little angels. Right. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. So we got to the talent show. We got back home. We we rode the bus to the talent show. We rode the bus back home. And then somebody who was on the bus with us told us that Ernestine's boyfriend had walked another girl home. So, ooh, ooh right, right. So we were going to stand on the corner and wait for him to come back because his house was right there on the corner where the bus left us, let us out. So we there, we're there standing on the corner. Um, little did I know. Is the plan to like cut him out? Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, to just like show out, you know? Yeah. 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 Show out, you know, (laughs) let him know that we knew he had 
you know, cheated on her and he wasn't going to get away with it, you know, put our hands on our hips and roll our our necks and all that, you know. <laughs> this makes complete sense why I act the way I act. I mean, it's hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then back in the day when, when um, boys were courting girls, you know, they would come to your house and just sit in your living room and you would watch television or talk or listen to, you know, a record player or something like that. But, you know, there wasn't a lot of, you know, places to go. So the safe thing to do was just to, to court. And we were standing on the corner where her boyfriend lived, but my brother's girlfriend lived in the same block. Little did I know that my brother was at his girlfriend's house and my mother was coming to pick him up. So Ernestine looked down the street, Teeny looked down the street, and she said, Rose, is that your mama's Cadillac? I'm like, girl, my mama ain't got no business out this time of night. (laughs) I'm like, no, that's not my mother's car. She has no business out at 11 o'clock, because my mother doesn't be out late like that. And sure enough, here comes my mother driving down the street. She just looked at us and said, Teeny and Rose, get in this car. And so we were caught again. <laughs> we were. So if you had not been on the corner about this fast cuss out a boy, you probably would have gotten away with going to oh, yeah, the talent show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> so <laughs> You know, it's always a little bit awkward to find out your parents were once scandalous little teenagers just like you were. And at times I have put my mom on this pedestal like she was this angel and never got in trouble the way I did. Yeah, right. So that's the end of my hot mess. That's the end of my hot mess episode for today. Oh, I was going to say that is definitely not end of your hot messiness as a whole. Because no, we but I think I've is- shared enough for one day. <laughs> I have plenty more episodes for you, darling. Oh, thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. So, okay, quick question for you before we go. Okay. So, you know, part of what we're, you know, I'm trying to accomplish here is just to, you know, get people to realize that life isn't always isn't, you know, so black and white and there's a little gray and there's some color and there's so many things in life and you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have disappointments. You're going to mess up. You're going to stand on the corner about to cuss out a boy and get caught by your mom. And, you know, just life just, you know, sometimes doesn't go in a straight line. And so, you know, what would you say to someone? Life never goes in a straight line, Crystal. Okay. It never goes in a straight line. You know, life is messy, but that's what makes life so beautiful. It's because, you know, with every one of these little messes that, I've, that I have participated in um, freely in my life, that's the other thing, is that I have always done things deliberately with the knowledge that I've done them, then I can accept the consequences of them. You know, nobody's coercing me into being messy. But, you know, that's just part of life. But you can't allow it to... Um, influence you to where you where it becomes a problem for you. 
so, um, you know, life is messy and, you know, but it, you can get past it. You just have to have a, again, I think the, the, the best antidote to a messy life is just to accept the responsibility for it, forgive yourself, and move on. Indeed. 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 Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, Crystal. Have a beautiful day. Get out and get some of this sunshine. I will. I promise. Okay. Love okay. you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you got something out of this episode. If you liked it, please become a subscriber and share it with your friends. Because if there's anything better than a hot mess, it's a friend that's also a hot mess. Hey, bitches. Sharing is caring. In the meantime, please check out our website. That is acceptsyourmess.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, also at Accept Your Mess. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Hot mess. Hot mess.